Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to Activate, the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the Hitman. Along with me, I'm 70% sure he's not a robot. It's Robbie Harmlessly. Beep. 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 (laughs) Might be. Probably not. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? Series 1, Heat F. The final episode. Is that what F stands for, Rob? Nope. It's not. It's because it comes after the Heat E episode. Right. Yep, there you go. Well, that showed me. Yeah, it sure (laughs) did. Else it would be Robot Wars Heat Grand F, because it's the grand final. All right. (laughs) King of the Pedantic Society. (laughs) Oh dear. Okay, so this episode starts by actually doing a breakdown of all of the finalists that have already made it. Yeah, should we have a quick chat about them? Just a brief one. We can do. Yeah, I've got some uh, some things for them. So, oh, we've actually got things for the the finalists. Yeah, I've got some some finalist joke going on here. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Roadblock from show one. Road to victory. Three Cyclops from show two. I think he might win. I, I never mind. Robot the Bruce from show three. Clearly going to win. It's transparent. Okay. Cunning plan. Still just a shiny wedge. I, I really don't. I don't get it. Body hammer fought his way into our grand final. But seriously, is it hammer time? <laughs> it will never be hammer time with body hammer, unfortunately. Can't it be hammer time? You'll hate when you see body hammer in series two. <laughs> no, it'd be oh, fantastic. God. <laughs> um, but yeah, before we get the grand final, mm-hmm. we have the, the actual heat to go through. All of this in the time space of one half hour BBC episode. It's weird, isn't it? They're squashing all this into such a small amount of time. This is where we get things really rushed. If they were rushed before, then God, everything's so edited in this episode. It's, it's, it's weird, crazy. isn't it? It's really rushed and sort of glued together it's, it's, suddenly. Yeah, it's, it's it's kind of it throws you off to watch it a little bit. You just it's all happening at once. You don't really know what's happened. No. If it wasn't for Jonathan Pierce's commentary throughout this, I wouldn't know who was going through or what. But let's get on to our competitors for the evening. Okay, so I have something for all of these as well. So I've really worked my ass off. Well done. Yeah. Good job. From Oxford, More like Scaran the wrong way. From Mitchum, the blob. Pretty on the inside. From King Edward the Sixth Grammar School, Tracy. The I stands for I don't know. From Enfield, Elvis. You weren't always on my mind, mate. From Sutton, Prince of Darkness. Least accurate bot name, 1998. From Maidenhead, Eubank the Mouse. Nope. Not not even bothering. I'm saying a single thing about Eubank the Mouse. (laughs) Nope. Because he's a boxer. It's a boxing mouse. Nope, 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 nope. It's, a, it's a mouse. And uh-uh. He's a boxer. Nope. We can still we'll start on you, bank the mouse. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do we go backwards now and get him out of the way? And yeah, we'll do it. So named after the boxer, Chris really, 
<laughs> Couldn't you tell by the um, there's, it's got boxing gloves? Did you see what yeah. the weapons were listed as? Uh, it's like a right jab and left hook yeah, or something like that. Something really annoying and stupid <laughs> because that's not gonna work. The arms, if the arms could move, it would at least be funny to watch it try and punch robots, but they can't. They're just there for decoration. Tell me now if you know, is this a plant? Yeah. Ah, you got one. You actually got one. Hundred percent. It It was originally built to compete in the UK Open Championship, the Mm -hmm. same one we saw a clip. If you remember the Master versus Thor, yeah, in the featherweight episode, yeah, Um, it apparently got absolutely smashed. Uh, Actually, every single British robot in the UK Open got smashed by the American ones. We didn't even compete. And looking at this first season of Robot Wars, I can kind of see why. It's very obvious, isn't it? You bank the mouse. Mm, no offence. There is no offence in you bank the mouse. And it's such mm-hmm. an unpractical shape. And yeah, it's, oh, it's, a, it's a very tall pyramid. Mm. And that's all it is. With, a, well, with another one on top to act as the mouse's head. But what was it supposed to do? Because it's lightweight as well. Well, they tried to make out that if you moved its... Uh, if you moved it left and right, it would swing its boxing gloves. In the UK Open, the a few years prior, it mm-hmm. didn't have the arms attached to it. Then it's stupid. Yeah, it is. It just got tipped over as far as I went. That's it. It can't do anything. Well, I mean, we watch it enter the arena during its intro in this episode, and it goes directly into the ramp and then falls slightly off it. <laughs> that's, that's, it, it. that's the first time I've seen this bot, and I immediately hated it on sight. Absolutely amazing. But yeah, it's a plant, which means it cannot get past round two. The usual. It, it's just there to make numbers. I don't know why they... I guess they chose this because it looks interesting. So maybe we'll go, look, it's a mouse robot. Let's watch the rest of the episode. Yeah. 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 We've already got Jeremy Clarkson to do that. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, Prince of Darkness. This is the Prince of Darkness. We built this in under five hours. It's powered by two powerful motors who will actually pull a motor car. Do you know the team name? No. Scimitar. Right. Is that like, that's a type of sword? Yep, it's a type of sword. A curved okay. sword, yep. Prince of Darkness. It's <laughs> just a weird story. When I went onto the um, Robot Wars wiki page for Prince of Darkness, yep. an ad started playing. It was just Ozzy Osbourne just doing weird stuff. But I didn't have my headphones in, so I couldn't hear what he was saying. So it was just <laughs> Prince that's of Darkness. Weird. It was just Ozzy Osbourne there. And I thought, huh, Ooh, that's funny. That's bizarre. Prince of Darkness was built in five hours, and it looks like it. <laughs> yeah, I caught that bit as well. It kind of looks like a toy tractor. <laughs> yeah, you're right. An yeah. old toy tractor. What is that? Is that pram wheels, do you reckon? Or... Looks like that yeah. sort of thing. Or like... um. The wheels on like those like like the old people have oh what when they go shopping and they've got the little uh little, little trolley yeah trolley thingy yeah it kind of looks like that it's only 27 kilograms most it's just it's wood and the basic bare minimal parts do you want to hear something terrible what they listed it as a middleweight 27 kilograms middleweight of that middleweight uh, maybe by those the standards back then that's what it was i guess it was originally planned to be a featherweight but the speed controller broke, so they had to use a wheelchair uh, motors and parts to make a, to make it instead, making it a bit heavier. Oh, so that pushed it out of the lightweight bracket. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just, it is a red box with exposed wheels. Wow. You can tell it's not going to get very far. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those ones with a... Very little design has gone into it. It just seems kind of a... Just attractive. It's shape. almost like someone just... saw a list of 
all the robots' weaknesses from like other robots. Yeah, all of them just listed there, and they thought, and they thought it was a list of strengths. So they thought, we've got it. We'll use all of these <laughs> to make a robot. So they exposed wheels, made of wood, easily flippable, light, slow. <laughs> There's nothing going for it at all. No weapons. No, it's just well, it's got a ramp. Kind if something, of. If something runs up, it will just crush the thing. <laughs> Oh. Prince of Darkness, because it will be seeing darkness quite shortly, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, but before we move past it, um, you know you're looking at the Prince of Darkness because it just has Prince of Darkness wrote on the front of it. Yeah. In just sort of plain Well, let's be honest, font. though. If you were walking into the pits and they said, oh, go interview the Prince of Darkness team, and that's all you had. That's all you knew. You didn't know what it looked like. Would you, you go up to the robot? You think, Prince of Darkness, that's going to be a cool-looking robot. At least cool-looking. It might not be a great robot, but at least look like something that resembles a Prince of Darkness. You'd be hunting for the obsidian-coloured nightmare that's cloaked in a cloud of ravens. You wouldn't really go to the toy tractor. Yeah, exactly. So they had to pretty had to write on their label, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Just so people knew. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we've got uh, the king himself, Elvis. Neil from Team Orange Bill. It's a more heavyweight robot where Elvis lives. Can have one of these, though. I'm not too sure whether Elvis would have wanted one. Uh, just a disembodied Elvis head at the top. I I don't really. What? <laughs> I don't get it either. So it's it's Elvis in a UFO. Kind of. That's what it is, isn't it? It is. It is. It is. It, but or like, a lampshade, I guess. Lampshade is used. Yeah, it's a sh- or like a really strange item of clothing, which is like a dress that poofs out really. Hard. I don't know what is it. This lampshade shape actually raises off the bot. So I was the about shell to raises. That it's got its um the amazing feature of exposing all of the innards <laughs> for attack. Could you imagine, just, I know it's completely unfair, but could you imagine this bot versus Carbide? <laughs> just, just, yeah. just tear it into two. It's already torn into two by, by design. What's, what, what does, what's the point of the raising? I think it's just supposed to be a bit of a gimmick. Maybe mm. it's to... Maybe it's for the ground clearance, so it, it doesn't have any ground clearance. But even then, it still kind of does, because obviously the wheels are somewhere and stuff. Maybe it drags along the floor a bit. But at the end of the day, this is the equivalent of a, a knight going into battle and going, wait a minute, look at what I can do, and just taking his armour <laughs> off. I mean, strips himself of all armour suddenly, and then puts it back on after a while. <laughs> and then goes, ah? Huh? Ah? Huh? Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. It's essentially a suicide bot. It can expose all of the... All of the vulnerable parts, just cause, just for a laugh. I have nothing more to say. It's just supposed to be Elvis rising, you know, in his spaceship. I'm guessing they're not in it to win it. Of course, no. the weapon, pneumatic rivet ram. Oh, that thing that just comes shooting out. Yeah, when he yeah. says in his little interview, "Yeah, you know, this is Elvis, but he didn't have one of these." Though, and Jonathan Pierce rightly says, "I don't think he really would have wanted one, to be honest." <laughs> no, I don't think he would have. Oh. Total and utter waste of a paint job. It's not. <laughs> there's no practical part of Elvis. The whole bot is I designed suppose... to lose. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem to work very well. It's, no, it's it's Elvis. Don't enter Elvis into a robot fighting competition. If it was just a 
weird bot competition. No oh, fighting yeah. necessary. <laughs> if it was some sort of like special beauty pageant mm. show, then yeah, this would be an interesting one, especially with his ram. With the <laughs> ram. Oh, God. Moving on. And we have got T-R-A-C-I-E. I mean, Tracy. This is our robot, Tracy. She's in the heavyweight category. And as you can see, she's quite sturdily built. It's got a unique facility that can turn upside down and still continue going. That's why I have the casters on both top and bottom. Oh, good old Tracy. Oh, yeah. Made by the... Edward Sixth Grammar School. Yep, King Edward the Sixth Grammar School. Yeah. A whole bunch of kids worked on it. Excellent. It's, pre- it's a pretty nifty design. This is a design that gets used somewhat relatively often, at least the basic design, um, quite low to the ground. So yep. it's still a heavy robot, which has a lot of pushing power because it's all low to the ground. Mm-hmm. Two big spikes on the front, so it's got something to push with that do damage. And it's invertible, the first invertible robot on Robot Wars yeah. at least. Now that is actually forward thinking. It is. You combine that with 52 kilograms and 10 miles per hour speed and you've got a good bot. It's obviously built for fighting yeah it's got weapons it's got pushing power mm-hmm. which they obviously realized that's something you need yep. which is great because nothing else nothing else purposely has pushing power mm. like this you know being low to the ground puts it out of danger for a lot of things as well and it's invertible so they actually thought of competition here these the team were ahead of their time in design yeah, that's for definite it's that or they saw some of the american stuff and thought Let's do that, which is probably the most clever thing you could do. Yeah, good <laughs> but, point. Good oh point. well, but you know, a decent, a decent bot, hmm. something that seems a little bit more competitive, which is nice. Exactly. And let's talk about the blob. The blob. It's built for the heavyweight division. It's a heavy robot, and it's going to crash and bash, and we're going to crash and bash with this. Oh, it's hideous. The blob. This is so hideous. It's so gross. But it's not like you could make something called the blob and make it look ugly, but not ugly. Like, the aesthetics work for what it is. It's supposed to be ugly kind of thing. This is just ugly. This, this is just looks horrible like looking. They built a nice bot, and then left it... It's puke-coloured. Yeah, exactly. They left it underneath a bridge in town somewhere, and some kids got hold of it and wrecked it. It wasn't <laughs> nice. It looks look... like a mess. Because it's sort of, like, flesh-coloured, so it looks like a mound of flesh that's dirty with the words yeah. blob written on it. Like, we've just, like skin issues spray paint as well <laughs> lawnmower blade no it isn't did no, you see when they pointed yeah. it out i don't know what that was it's a blob but you're not gonna get past me look at this and he points to like a sewing needle at the front yeah, of it it's something. not a lawnmower blade There's i mean a tiny little needle it on the could front. have been a lawnmower blade but to be honest i don't if... see many lawnmower blades not enough to have a broad understanding of their design a lawnmower blade has to cut through grass that's not exactly it's not gonna cut a anything, thing, is it? Yeah, that looks like it would bend if it hit another robot. Exactly. Very odd. Very odd. These choice. robots should be able to kill me. Not running to my leg and make me go, "Ooh, mm. that hurt." Oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> yeah, it stabbed me. <laughs> <laughs> Put like a disease on it. And you like... could have hurt me. <laughs> you could have hurt me. <laughs> uh, it actually has the same feature Elvis does. Technically, it can raise and lower its shell, oh, why? but they made the shell too heavy so it couldn't. It's a (laughs) 73 kilogram bar. That's that's the crazy thing, though. Why put that feature in it and then make it so it can't physically do it because it's not strong enough? I have no idea. Put all that mechanism in there for no reason. That is just weird. Just weird. Mm -hmm. Moving on to Scarab. We're Team Isis from Oxford. Uh, This is our robot Scarab. It's driven by two 
wheelchair motors and the main feature of it is this hammer which is sprung loaded and uh, we rewind it using a car starter motor. Scarab with their Egyptian theme. Did you yeah. see the team name? What was the team name? They oh, their t-shirts. Was, don't tell me, don't tell me. Was it like, oh man, hang on. It's really relevant to, to Egyptian to, mythology. To Egyptian and today's media. In other words, oh. if I tell you no one would use this team name now. So it's ISIS. It was ISIS. And oh, they had it in big no. letters everywhere and they had it in all capitals as oh, well. So, no. <laughs> so they had like, if someone was watching this now today and didn't realise this was 18 years ago and they just see this team <laughs> with t-shirts the same big letters, Team ISIS, like all proudly surrounding oh, this robot. It's cringe. It's a shame because actually if... You know, ISIS didn't have the, those connotations. It would be a fairly, it would be a good name because it it's keeps cool, the, they got the, the, whole the Egyptian, Egyptian theme. theme going I think it on. actually has a picture of ISIS on the back, as opposed to an actual scarab. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. ISIS, the Egyptian god. That is not, <laughs> <laughs> not yeah. enough of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So on the back, eventually, don't they have like cheese, cheese toasty written on oh, the back? Oh yeah, or because uh, Jeremy Clarkson like says cheese, it looks like um, cheese on toast. It's, funny, funny, funny. It looks very glossy. It, does, it, it looks, It's a really nice job on it. It's, it's yeah. like they. I think they protected the paintwork somehow of some kind yeah. of glossy stuff. I think they say it looks like a tea cake on, but it does look like a cake. It does. It, it has looks that kind edible. Of, yeah. It looks sheeny. Like icing. It has the icing yeah. sheen on it, yeah. doesn't it? The and then just this massive steel bar sticking out of the yeah, top. It's just, it's just, instead of going for the traditional axe, hammer, mm. no, they went with a, just a big steel bar. Massive steel bar. It's spring-loaded. And then it winds itself back up with yeah. a motor. This is it's strange, but it's, it's different. Cool. Yeah. Um, don't really see it coming to play too much. No, it's no. Odd weapon, but... Definitely, an, again, a kind of a good design. 86 kilogram, that's quite heavy. Nice heavy one. We're going to be able to push things around with that, hopefully. We've got some heavier bots this time around, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so those are the bots. We cut to Jeremy Clarkson. Something, something, supper. He's gone back something, to talking something about pony. war again and weird yeah. political stuff that's just not relevant. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the warmonger of Robot Wars, Jeremy Clarkson. Throughout history, warmongers have promised that their conflict would be the mother of all battles. But tonight, we're going to show them how a proper war should be fought. The whole series has been leading up to tonight's final showdown. And from throughout the land, we're getting reports of a nation on tenterhooks. Men attending their allotments. Women are cooking supper. Children are tucked up in bed dreaming of the day when they can have a pony. But here in the east end of London, we have six more robots revved up and ready to fight it out for that last place in the final showdown. A battle that will be held at the end of tonight's programme. Before we fire up the flamethrowers and charge up the chainsaws in this half-hour homage to Greenpeace, let's meet them. And it keeps on going. We get a nice quick um, gauntlet intro by Philippa this time. Please welcome defending the gauntlet tonight, our house robots, the matriarch Matilda. There's dead metal with those rather painful pincers at the front. And Sergeant Bash, as ever, our robots have to avoid these and the traps and obstacles that are set in their way to astonish, flummox and downright incapacitate them. You know, in the olden days, a gauntlet was a type of glove. Right, Roboteers, I challenge you, be more interesting than that. Where she just, like, 
introduces the house robots and that's it really. yeah yeah she's like these are the house robots oh and they're gonna have to do this gauntlet as well yeah, but, yeah. it was just all of a sudden just because After... last episode finally she gets to do something different and just chats about the house bots briefly but the reason why it's brief is because they've got to fit the grand final in this episode as well they don't have extra time so she couldn't do her usual tiptoe across the uh rampway or stand on the screws and stuff like that the screws yeah, yeah they're like the... yeah 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 it's a shame i kind of like that bit all right, so gauntlet. Let's get to people's gauntlet runs. Oh, did you catch a older Jezza with his gauntlet type of glove? Oh well, <laughs> I like that he just learned that and was just completely was, mind blown by it. He was sitting there going, "Why are they calling it the gauntlet? Gauntlet's a it's an attire. It's not a thing. Oh, it's not a challenge unless you slap someone in the face of it. Then it's a challenge." Maybe that's with a gauntlet. Gauntlets yeah. are made of like metal. I know. Slaps on the face. That's like the that. ultimate challenge. Twang. <laughs> yeah, because that's <laughs> the noise of metal on flesh. That's uh... <laughs> unless the other guy's already wearing his knight's helmet. Yeah, in important. which case, it would make more sense than using like a thin white glove, <laughs> tapping it against their awesome helmet. Let's get onto the gauntlet. Gauntlets. First uh... one, the blob. Just slowly makes his way out and is immediately rammed to death by housebots. Well, yeah. Well, will you say that? I mean, he puts up a fight with that amazing weapon of his, that little tiny oh, God, needle. Yeah. I bet that prick. really almost did something. Maybe it looks like a pin out of place. Let's <laughs> try to pin something down. Very strange, out. weird needle. It just spends ninety percent of his time being beaten up, mainly because it's hideous. And they probably thought, let's get rid of that one. <laughs> they really were gunning. They for didn't it. want. They didn't want that to be the champ. It feels like all of the housebots. Well, at least three of the housebots are there waiting for them now. This feels like a really aggressive gauntlet. Yeah, you're right. I think it is. Maybe, yeah. maybe it was a, an attempt to lessen the times. Making, yeah, by yeah. have the housebots just eliminate them. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Seven metres. All of seven metres for the blob. Some. Well, it certainly is, because let's go on to Elvis. Elvis gets off the podium. Exposed, <laughs> stuck... Thing keeps going up and down. Yeah, why put the thing keep have the thing keep going up and down when sergeants? I was going to say sergeant, sergeant slaughter slaughter is there waiting. <laughs> <laughs> when Sergeant Bash is there waiting yep. with his saw and his flamethrower, and Elvis keeps exposing itself. So Sergeant Bash is just laying into this. I can't weird... believe I'm talking about robot wars. I'm Elvis sitting here to expose himself to a sergeant. <laughs> Two point seven five meters. I I barely even saw it go that far. I thought no, it would have been generous. That, I think that was a bit of an oversight. I feel like they were like, actually, yeah, no, don't worry, mm. mate, you got somewhere. You did. Yeah, you totally. Did. 2.75 meters. We'll give you that, we'll give you that. Mm. Next on the list is Tracy, T-R-A-C-I. Goes flying past Bash. They just sort of stop. And then gets stuck. And then surrounded by the house bots. And then the house bots just lay into it. Yeah, but it, it's, it's sturdy enough that it just sort of... St- Sits there and takes it until mm. Cease is called. Yeah. Took the pounding. 8.7 metres. So. about halfway. That was a really noticeably did. cut one, because obviously that was supposed to last, however the full length, whatever the full length of a gauntlet How long is. they get... Yeah, exactly. How long it's they not get, like the, the but, robot was completely immobilised all of yeah, a sudden, they waited for the time to end, but we only saw about 15 seconds. Exactly. So you can see how heavily it was cut for the sake of time. But I guess you don't need to see Tracy, like, I don't know, stuck in a corner for a minute straight it would be boring yeah that's a fair point you bank the mouse uh, you know what 
I still hate Eubank. I don't care. Well, I hate him more. Why? It flies out super fast, right into and then past all the house spots and through. Why? Why didn't Eubank the mouse just let itself get beaten up by the house spots and put on a show? Because yeah. it's not there to win. It can't win because exactly. it's a plant. I'd rather have seen just like any of the house spots just crush it. It should have let dead metal genuinely crush it. That would have been cool to see. Yeah, give the house robots some much-needed attention. And we know we're not going to see exciting damage moments in the trial. That's the point, So yeah. this would have been the best opportunity to see some awesome robot damage instead of just Eubank flying past everyone. <laughs> Eubank doing the best. Doing better than the rest. It doesn't make any sense. It's almost like the maker was like, yeah, you're going to use me as a plant, I'm going to show you. God. I'm going to win this competition. They should have immediately just cut the butt off and immediately it would just stop dead centre. That would have been way better. Okay, so Eubanks through, unfortunately. Moving on to Scarab. It just slowly rams its way to the end. Just, it basically just forces its way through. The, <laughs> I mean, the bar comes... Does the bar come down? Yeah, at one point, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't actually play a role, does it? It was but... just like... A big guy slowly pushing his way through like pushing his way to the front of a line yeah exactly he was just, excuse me excuse, excuse me. me come yeah, through yeah, come yeah. through but, and then that was it and then he was at the front at the end lots of house bots going at scarab but, but scarab just shook him off yeah scarab yeah. seemed pretty sturdy i'm liking it i'm liking it and that leads us to prince of darkness what a way to end um yeah. Now I know why is one team member like bending over in there? I saw that like he was he was so tense that he was going to throw up for yeah. a second. There. So <laughs> he was, he was like, leaning vomit. down and like breathing heavily <laughs> next to next to the booth where the they were just getting to him too much. Because he was about to vomit like <laughs> off the booth into the arena or something. <laughs> I don't understand what was going on. I don't know, or whether he was just trying to look at it from a different angle to try and gauge the uh, ramps because uh, maybe obviously Prince of Darkness goes up the first ramp. Yep. A lot faster than we've seen in the past. Goes to the next one, and that's usually where they get stuck. But Prince of Darkness gets through over to the other side. And this is where it gets a bit controversial. They get sort of half over the line. Mm-hmm. They think they've done it. To the, the point Matilda... where they've actually turned around and start congratulating each other. Yeah, and they're like, they've stopped yeah. operating the bot, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But then Matilda just starts attacking them and pushing them away. And apparently the judges, no, nope, it's not all the way over the line, yeah. so it doesn't, it doesn't count. Can you imagine their reaction to that? Where they're like watching and they're like, we did it, guys. Yeah, high fives. They turn around and they just see Matilda laying into your bot and pushing it further back. And it's just, oh, God, get back in but it. let's back in. face it. Matilda wasn't going to be able to push them all the way back to the starting podium. So they were going to beat Elvis anyway. Just let them go through. Right, you know, at the end of the day. Exactly. Only one gets eliminated. Yeah. So, eh. Very strange. <laughs> like when, when Jeremy Clarkson was insulting their ugly looking robot they're like no I think you pull a car like if they were defending yeah, they were just it like, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, no, pull no, a car mate pull a car pull your cars Jeremy <laughs> so Elvis is out the king is dead again Ugh. again and we get to the trial. same way as last time as well Sergeant Bash came and sawed him up <laughs> that's, that's how Elvis went out yeah <laughs> whilst he was exposing himself oh <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. Indeed. So, trial. And this time, it's snooker. Snooker. Let's be honest, not the most exciting sport ever to grace our television screens. 
Robot snooker, on the other hand, is right up there with nude powerboat racing. Here's how it works. Basically, each of our five remaining robots has been allocated a pocket. Now, when the action begins, they're going to leap out and spend the duration of the game trying to fill it up again with as many of these balls as they possibly can. Now, obviously, it's going to be mayhem out here. There'll be balls going everywhere. It'll be own goal city. But we're not bothered because when time's up, the roboteer with the least amount of balls in their pocket will be taken outside, tied to a post, and just left there, really. It's not snooker, though, it's is it? It's not snooker. It's green balls everywhere game. Oh, it's Hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh, my God, it actually is. It's, it is Hungry Why Hungry Hippos. Why didn't they hippos. call it that? But hungry just... Hungry Robots. Exactly. That's, that's what it is. It's not snooker. Why did... Ah. Uh, whatever. I don't know. I mean, I've actually got my notes in front of me, and I've just put, oh, God, why? <laughs> I don't even care how it works. <laughs> so it's Hungry Hungry Hippos. Each robot has a, like, section. Yeah. And they have to get as many of the balls from the centre into their section as possible. One yeah. with the most wins, the one with the least is eliminated. So the one, yeah, the one with the least balls is out. And if it's a tie, it's down to how active they were. So something very ambiguous and vague. That's what we used during the football trial, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah essentially. Okay. In other words, there's a plant that has to be eliminated here. Mm. So this whole round means nothing. Actually and nothing. If I don't know if the competitors knew there was a plant, but if they did, it kind of explains what happened throughout half of this. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, the the spooky thing is the silence in the background because it's obviously not filmed in front of the audience. It seems a little odd, doesn't it? Yeah. What's going on here, though? I don't know. They just have to keep cutting to a different... Maybe it's on a different set. Yeah, maybe. But then, yeah. oh, two arenas, really? I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? It seems a bit yeah, odd. Utter silence. Uh... I don't know, the blob runs in first and knocks all the balls around. Tracy's yeah. not moving, and yet somehow... But Prince of Darkness is taking it dead seriously and have a special scoop on the front. Yeah. It's made out of like plastic, and they're constantly bringing balls back, and they have like six by the end, whilst everyone else has none. Except... They're really not bringing that Prince of Darkness name to the <laughs> forefront, are they? No. <laughs> He's got a big scoop and is taking this Hungry Hungry like Hippos red, game dead serious. Red toy tractor with a scoop on the front. <laughs> taking Hungry Hippo cereals. Cereals? Oh, cereals. So, Eubank's out because it was the plant, and Apparently, regardless, you know... I've been told he's been broken down. No, you haven't. No, he's just, he's exactly. Just to I've go. told that Eubank's broken down. Tracy was broken down. Yeah, Tracy just stopped. Didn't move the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Eubank did more, but they can't... Yeah, the let plant Eubank is go. taken out of the competition. Complete shambles. Nothing's and then they going in, on. they interview the Tracy team, and the guy calls his bot a bitch. Yeah. It's a bit much. It's a bit... It's like, what? It's like, like steady you... on, mate. What's that all about? Because they keep... <laughs> It's like this running joke because it has a girl's name that they have to just say weird girl stuff about it. It's, it's like, just, why? I thought it makes sense. Not even that, but Tracy isn't just a girl's name. There, oh, are, exactly. there are male Tracys make... anyway. And then Jeremy keeps going, oh, you should have called it Sharon. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I why? don't know. What does that mean? In the third series, mm -hmm. the Tracy team yep. made a robot called Sharon, but it didn't get past the producers and didn't get into the series. Oh, that sucks, because they would have called it that just to please them as well. But please who? Because Jeremy I was not yeah, Jeremy was yeah. on it. I imagine a lot of the production stuff changed by then, because it was a pretty different show. Just just next series is going to be pretty different to this. So, I mean, like, 
Jeremy doesn't screen the robots anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's nothing to do with him. That's but... weird to think that you would have been turning bots down for the second series. Whereas with the first series, you're using plants to you figure out the numbers. You had to accept every single one because yeah. three spots weren't even taken. That's weird, isn't it? Big, big change. Crazy. Okay, so with that done and Eubank out, we finally get to the fighting. Yeah, we get to the semi-finals. We don't get as much backstage stuff this time round because no. there's no time for it. They are because in they're going to get the grand final. Exactly. They've got a lot to do. So first fight: Scarab versus the Blob. Yeah, God, these the are blob. so slow. It starts oh, off so as basically slow. a sumo match because they just push each other. For exactly. A while. Scarab goes to use the bar, but it misses. And then I don't think it ever actually winds it back up again. I don't think it works again. I'm guessing no. um, the <clears throat> motor for winding it or whatever is just broke. It's just gone. Yeah. Sergeant Bash comes straight out of his zone again and gets involved. Yeah, they just, but the house robots just beat up the blob. I'm, I'm yeah, guessing they just they don't like him, the don't blob. They? No, I, I think he must have said something about them backstage because <laughs> they just gun for him. Scarab is the stronger bot anyway. Yeah. It seems this se- robot seems heavily, this robot, this match seems heavily cut for time. Yeah. Because a lot of it just doesn't seem to make much just sense. Just suddenly it's over and Scarab's won. Yeah, Dumb. that's it. It's like, oh, yeah, the Blob's out. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. I imagine this actually went on for a bit longer. Maybe it was a bit more obvious that the Blob was immobilised, but we didn't get to see it. We didn't see much there, no. no. Onwards, and it's Prince of Darkness versus Tracy. Prince of Darkness has levelled up and now has a new paint job. It's yeah, cool. it's gone black. And now it actually looks like the Prince of Darkness. It looks dark. It's, it's yeah. a bit... Yeah, it looks a it looks a bit better. But they've put loads of effort into making it look cooler. And then Philippa Forrest is like, "Still looks spectacular." I, I, I like it the way it was. Yeah, and then just leaves it awkwardly hanging out there for a second. You know, just yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Love it. So uh, this is actually quite a brutal match because it turns out the last person Prince of Darkness wanted to get into a fight with was Tracy. Tracy considerably heavier with. Really strong spikes, thanks to the pushing power. Yeah. And Prince of Darkness, made of wood and rubber tyres. Mm. All the amount of puncturing we get to see. It's oh, great. Tracy just goes for the tyres, which is exactly what exactly. it should do. Yeah. And Prince of Darkness is just not able to really move much after a while, because it's got no tyres left, yeah. no wheels much. Tracy's complete control of the fight. Totally dominant. House robots come in. To kill Prince of Darkness. Does it feel like they're using the house robots excessively right now? Yeah. Almost like they thought we haven't seen too much of them for the series. We need to actually. There hasn't them. been much action in the last couple of segments. We need to get the house bots involved. Yeah, I think that's kind of how their minds work. So Tracy goes through. We you see the two. Tracy mega fans in the audience screaming with, with a sign that said Tracy. Yeah, going mad. <laughs> What's going like, on? And guess they must have been from the school or something. I guess it seems so weird that this is Tracy mega fans. I guess the audience is made up of their fans, which yeah, are just lots their of friends, friends and family, family and stuff. Most, a lot yeah. of them, probably. Yeah, I guess. Killatron lent Scarab a mace for the next fight. It's cool-ish. I don't know what the mace is actually supposed to do. They say, oh, it can get to all of Tracy's innards. No, it, it can't. can't. It can't. How would it? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it can't yeah. really. <laughs> It's tiny as well, but exactly. it, it, I guess it looks cool because I because I, um, I think Scarab's arm doesn't work. Yeah, so it looks kind of cool at least. At least it looks like it's got some something of a weapon. Exactly. Where's the the problem with this fight is very early on all the house spots turn up, and at this point I'm like, just go away, house spots. Yeah, they're being used a bit 
oddly. They're just trying to use them too much, mm. and it feels like they're trying to influence the outcome too much. They are literally just part of this match now. Mm-hmm. This match suddenly becomes a fatal four-way, and Tracy, to credit, kind of takes on the house Kills box. everyone. Yeah. Kills Scarab with ease. Yeah. Just punctures them, and there's bits of Scarab all over Tracy's spikes. Yep. Tracy is just um, chasing Matilda and Bash around. Yes, impaling them, and they can't really do much about it. Exactly. So it goes to the judge's decision, but it's it's not a hard decision. It was a Tracy feature, really. It was all about Tracy's speed, essentially. Mm. It was faster and better than the other robots, including the house robots in this case. So yeah, Matilda even sawed off Scarab's radio control mast. Wow, so brutal. Didn't stand a chance. So Tracy goes through. Tracy wins because Tracy did everything final. to the grand final. The grand finale, which is next, like just like that. Which is next? Suddenly, all of a sudden, you've got Jeremy Clarkson very quickly doing some sort of weird orgy joke. Now, this is it. This is what the whole series has been leading up to—an orgy, a six-way orgy of death and destruction. Yeah, because uh, there's six of them, and it's like. Yeah. That still doesn't make any sense. Is that that really the joke you want to be making? I don't know. This is Robot Wars. But, like, this is supposed to appeal to kids. You're making an orgy joke? I'm not sure what he was doing. No. So, the lineup for the grand final, just to reiterate, is Roadblock, Recyclops, Robot the Bruce, Cunning Plan, Body Hammer, and Tracy. Yep. You can see, whilst they're going out, the pit's lights are already off. Like, Like, they only had. Yeah, half hour to, to yeah. It's like they only had this like space rented for half hour, and they're already like, "You guys better get your robot competition done, mate, because yeah. we're we're closing <laughs> this place with, with an angry Valiant. guy in a suit pointing at his watch." <laughs> like, come on! <laughs> so all hell breaks loose. It's three to one activate. Uh, yeah, and it's hard to call us a, a yeah. six way match. No. All we can do is roughly describe what happens. Did you see the size of Roadblock compared to the other bots? Huge. It's not even fair. No, Roadblock it's not. destroyed. It's huge. Yeah, it's 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 the most competitive built mm. bot there, with the exception of maybe Recyclops, possibly Body Hammer. Yeah. Uh, actually, you know, actually, the most of them are pretty good, other than Cunning Plan, which is just so out of place because it's too light. A featherweight should do never anything. have done a featherweight division, and match. that's how the first two go out. <laughs> Cunning mm. Plan gets under Tracy. Cunning Plan is so light that it can't. Mm move anymore with tracy on top of it tracy can't move because it's on top of cunning plan they're both taking out the equation they take out yeah. each other yeah which is a bit of a shame for tracy brilliant. really because i thought i could have done better but yeah that's true that's well, fair then everyone teams up on recyclops i'm guessing well, people understood the threat of a flipper in a yeah where no one has self-writing that's right roadblock knew that its biggest competition is recyclops so go straight to it and after a lot of tussle with all the bots involved uh, Recyclops loses its chain. Yeah, which is typical weakness know, for it, and yeah. it's it's out. It can't do anything. Exactly. Did you see how Robot the Bruce went out? It just flipped itself, basically. Onto it like, its side gonna... and got stuck on its side, so it's just all of a sudden just tall and <laughs> yeah. not moving anywhere. But I like their thoughts with Robot the Bruce. We push things, and they walk, <laughs> they just go up the ramp of Roadblock. Oh. I could have gone into the side. No. Nope. Up the ramp, onto the side, they're flipped over, and that leaves Roadblock and Body Hammer. So Body Hammer doesn't stand a chance. Yeah, they still don't have their hammer working. Yeah. So they just sort of try and prod Roadblock a bit, but Roadblock just don't have any of it. No chance. There's no chance. So the cease is called, and 
It's a standing ovation. It's very obvious that Roadblock, from the get-go, had that entire thing under control. Yep, Roadblock were way, way ahead. There was no chance for anyone else, really. No. Goes to the judges. Didn't really need to. No. The judges give it to Roadblock. And that's our first Robot Wars champion. Roadblock. Roadblock. And in all fairness, Roadblock could actually compete in modern Robot Wars. The design's great. There's such a low clearance underneath Roadblock. And since things like, you know, Gauntlet's been taken out now. Do you know what I mean? That's It's the perfect robot design. And I reckon it could actually have a go. It couldn't have got flipped. Or Carbide did. <laughs> yeah. Roadblock looks big compared to these guys. Yeah. How big do you think it is compared to the modern guys? That's a good point. But what I like about the roadblock design is how long the slope actually is. Pretty much the entire bot is just one, one big gradual slope. gradient. And then at the back, the weak point, it's a saw. So at least it's got something it's there. Got a little something going on at the back. But really the focal point is just the the way it arches very gradually upwards. So if, say, Carbide did go up to it, what's not to say that if it took it on head on, Carbide would just go over it and then to the other side. And then turn around would... and smash the back. Of course. If it landed properly, if it, it did, would... if it landed blade first to the ground and Carbide just <laughs> stopped working. You're relying on Carbide, which I think is about three times as fast as Roadblock, <laughs> just casually walking up the ramp. <laughs> yeah, this is a good point. But I'd like to know what the ground clearance is in comparison to, say, Apollo. But even then, again, Apollo, this is the thing with Roadblock is everything else can flip itself back up. Yeah, Roadblock, it's stuck. If Roadblock it got upside can't. down, it would be doomed. So I suppose it's major selling point where it was bigger than the rest of the bots. But this is a a competition that averages at, what, 50? Probably overall with yeah. how many small ones there are. Yeah. So what did you, what did you think of the way they chose their, <laughs> their winner, their champion? What do you mean? Well, there was no big grand final, really. It's just at the end of the final heat, they put a big... They just put oh, all this theory into one massive fight. They realised they didn't have that ever episode free nope. to do a proper grand final. They didn't think of what they thought of this time yeah. around, which was have a wild card go through. So they had no options. And they just panicked and chucked them all into one massive fight. And hoped it worked. It I guess what I will say didn't. is, even if they did a proper final, Roadbook probably still would have won out of all of them anyway. Oh, definitely. In one-on-one yeah. like yeah. tournament setting. So, well, could you imagine sense. like Roadblock versus Cunning Plan in a one-on-one -on -one match? Roadblock wins. Yeah, I think Roadblock against all of these Roadblock wins. Yeah. I mean, unless I mean, I, I thought, oh, Tracy would have been a tough fight because Tracy um, was invertible, so Couldn't be flipped. Even if oh, that is true, and it could have gone that from the true. sides, which is yeah. what they did a lot. Yeah, they could. That could have been a a judge's decision where Tracy could have won. On Purely aggression. on, yeah, on aggression yeah, and spite. Yeah. So that may have been the only other option. In fact, the whole series of this, to be honest, I think the only other one that may have had a chance against Roadblock would have been Mortis with a fully functioning axe. But even <sighs> then, if they went up the ramp, they would have been flipped. Yeah. And they couldn't get back up. But the fully functioning axe might have done enough damage. So you don't think they could self right using their axe? No, I don't think it was strong enough for that. No. I think it was. No one seemed to have thought of that kind of thing. No. To be fair, were there any actual flippers? In this season, no, no, there were ramps, there were the wedge, like wedges. She's wedge they're actually quite a fame, flippers. You know, popular design. Yeah, there wasn't any thing of an actual hydraulic or a gas-powered flipper. Yeah, a pneumatic flippers or anything yeah. like that. There's nothing like that. Mm. Not that I remember anyway. 
Maybe there was a lifter. I can't remember, but nothing that really did well. No, none in, no. none in the final anyway. No, the Recyclops's tongue. That's a flipper. There yeah, that go. was that was one of the only That's flippers. All I can think. The of. most awkward flipper under the sun, though. The yeah. tongue has to come out, and then it flips. <laughs> if only it was made a bit more stationary. Yeah, but I guess yeah. he's making it for to be fun, and he still got to the grand final with exactly. it. Exactly. So. With a bot that was primarily made just to look groovy. That's yeah. pretty cool. Like a, recy- a, a yeah. Recyclops' head. A Cyclops' head, even. <laughs> but, That's right. And at the end, we get the um, the four awards given out by the judges. This is weird and very sudden. But it's <laughs> yeah, just tagged it's on so the end. quick. Yeah. After the credits as well. Exactly. So we are given best engineered. Yep, to Mortis. Mortis. Fair enough. That's fair. It is the best. best engineered yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's great probably the best robot yeah. purely there yeah sportsmanship to nemesis which is great because they're really popular backstage yep, and that they're a very sense. popular team in general yeah design to plunderbird one i'm guessing because they had interchangeable weapons oh uh, yeah which is quite yeah. well, quite unique at the time that was cool that was cool so and they did look fairly cool yeah. was just unfortunately they didn't get it very far yeah and most, most original, original psycho sprout because it was a ball <laughs> of course no one else thought of it. Nope, no one else, for good reason. No one's <laughs> ever going to think of it again. Yeah. yeah, It's been tried and tested. No, that was kind of, uh, well, it's certainly original. So what did you give this episode and grand final? This, this grand final gets a two and a half from me. Really? I gave yeah. it 1.5. I was kind of thinking of the whole the series as a whole as well. Yeah. To talk about humble beginnings. It's a shame... That they couldn't get any of the American robots to come over and compete in it. Because obviously American robots came over here to compete because they competed in this UK Open we saw. But they competed in combat. I suppose maybe they saw things like the gauntlet and stuff. I'm like, I'm not, being just like, I'm not wasting my time with that. No. And this was the problem. Obviously, I like to think that the original pitch was robot fighting's picking up some popularity on the independent circuit we could do a TV show where we actually do a competition of it. Well, as far as I'm aware, the way it was it was pitched by someone who was trying... The guy who did Robot Wars in America yeah. was trying to get on TV there, and as far as I'm aware, he just couldn't get it through, pitched it to mm. the UK, BBC went with it, and then once that got popular, suddenly there's BattleBots in America, so I guess... <laughs> Surprise! But did he pitch things like Gauntlet? And trials or is that somebody else getting involved and saying I don't well know. let's make it let's make it wacky the only people who would know are people weird. who attended these robot wars live events in the 90s yeah they'll know what other stuff was going on during yeah. those and how it was how it was worked and stuff but i know they definitely at least used things like weight classes properly which made the competition a lot better because there wasn't essentially the robot equivalent of jobbers in you know they're not going to suddenly have a featherweight trying to take on well, roadblock. <laughs> yeah, it's just not fair. No. It's just not fair. But don't you find it strange that it's almost like suddenly in these last few episodes, mm. suddenly there was just a whole bunch of really lightweight robots. The first couple, they yeah. seemed a bit, at least mostly, matched up relatively well with a couple of exceptions. The, the, it slowly started to dip down to like the 20s to 40s. You know, a lot of the bots were at the start of pushing 100. You yeah, know? Some, yeah. There were some that were really quite big. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't compete. And then, with them. as it went on a bit, and also the bots got weirder. Yeah, and not necessarily in good ways. No. In ways that, like, there were some whole episodes where they were all so weird that maybe one of them should have featured on an episode, but not yeah. all of them. Because you just look at it and think, who could, who could win? 
And exactly. who's competitive here? Like, what, what, what's, yeah, exactly. the what's, the, what's the practical design here? Because you still, it is a competition. You know, I, Elvis head in a lampshade that launches upwards looks really weird. But this is a competition, man. This is, <laughs> you know, you want to win. Did you really design that? And then like wheel it into backstage and look around at your competition and think, we've got a chance. We got a chance. It is just odd, isn't it? It's an oddity. This one, if this whole season feels like one big extended pilot episode, it really does. Like know? this is yeah. just showing off what it could be, with you know, just cheaply done. Yeah. Like, you know, and then they'll fight here, and this is what it would kind of look like, and that's what it feels like. It doesn't feel like a serious thing. And I suppose at least it's good that Roadblock won because it was one of the few robots that you could see being, at least for the time, an actual competitive fighting robot. With an actual practical design. Mm. Yeah. Like the, from the clips we saw of the American ones fighting, mm. I could see robot in there, Roadblock in there at least doing all right. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, pulling its weight a bit and Mortis as well. But other than the old few, most just didn't stand a chance from the get-go. Yeah. There wasn't much competitiveness in there. We'll do another um, season overview episode for the very original series with some uh, Hall of Fame entries. I suppose and we'll Hall of Fame the first give series. Give some awards out and yeah, have a yeah. bit more of an in-depth conversation about the whole thing. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it, weird start for the series. Yeah, weird start for the series. But obviously it was enough to at least inspire the BBC to get another series with a bit more production well, value it must, behind it. It must have done okay. Yeah, I suppose when you haven't seen anything to compare it to, it was quite amusing to watch. We's, we've got so much interesting yeah. robot fighting that we've seen now. That's truly what they probably thought it was going to be, with pieces flying everywhere, exactly. launching 10 feet into the air. Finally, that's possible now, but back then... At least if people, if people didn't know what the hell they were doing in the first place when it came to making a fighting robot. Exactly. This is what you get. You just get weird stuff getting presented forward. You just get... Yeah. You know... You a, get Psycho Sprout. Literally modified remote control cars. Yeah. Because people don't know. They've not seen it before. Yeah. Now that they've seen it, next series, hopefully, the, some practical designs. We'll see a lot of wedges, I assume. You know. Yeah, they won't need. They don't need to fill in any spots next series, which is nice to know. Yeah, in fact, they have to turn down applicants. They turn people down. It gets to that wow. point. So people were obviously inspired to actually. Maybe that's one of the good things about this. People looked at this thought, "I can build a better robot than that. I can build a <laughs> robot that can win this <laughs> easy." Oh. And then you start getting actual competition going along. Whereas now with this, it's very niche. It seems like half of the robots in this series were school projects. Yeah. A lot of them were. It they? looks like BBC probably called, like, probably called out to schools and were like, yeah, yeah, you know, do you want to build a robot for this competition? Good point. Good point. It probably was. It seems like a lot yeah. of the a lot of the school ones actually were did okay. Projects. A lot of them yeah. did all right. Did. Yeah. The ones that had like teachers behind them and stuff. I guess the smarter way to do it going forward after this initial series would have been to hold small competitions throughout the off season and actually found winners to take onto the show. Because it's a bit strange to just sort of look at applicants and go, I don't like the look of that bot and turn them down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, you wouldn't even guarantee that Roadblock would have made it to the show based on look. I suppose, yeah. It's just a wedge that says, like, road ahead closed on it. Exactly. It would have been cooler if they just held some small competitions 
outside the show and then winners could have gone through or at least like you know finalists could have gone through and then you knew you were getting the best bots available well this season unfortunately we got a featherweight episode that was essentially made to send that of the winning featherweight to their own grave to fight all <laughs> to the oblivion. Yeah. That was so unnecessary. That whole episode so unnecessary. But like you say, they didn't have enough bots. So obviously, when they start realised they'd got a bunch of very light bots in, they were just like, well, we're going to have to do just one featherweight episode because if we just dot these around the show, they're all going out in the first round. That's a good point, yeah. They're yeah. all going to get annihilated. Yeah. Well, that was a fun, <laughs> a fun look. The very first series. Yeah. I can't wait to get onto the actual stuff that's a bit better than this stuff. I feel like <laughs> everything else is going to be better than what we've witnessed of the very original series of Robot Wars. Everything starts somewhere. Exactly. And we'll uh, we'll do a little overview episode next time round. But for now, humble beginnings. You can Twitter <laughs> us. Yes, you can with tweets as long as you send them to at podcast activate well done man yeah i really had to struggle to Think remember our own twitter handle then and you can email us to activate podcast at gmail.com leave a rating and review on itunes follow and like on soundcloud that's where we are soundcloud yeah, and yeah. itunes and you can ask us anything and we'll read it out uh, you can yeah that's that's kind of it. That's all the interaction we're really going to have. So <laughs> at the moment, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is an audience participation show. So. <laughs>